Welcome into the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Overtime coming at you for the next two hours right here on Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller, Davis Rangi, Matthew Catlin. Guys, we're going to talk about sports today, but we got to get something out of the way really, really quick. All right? There's such a thing in life that's known as drive through etiquette. Okay? You know what that etiquette is? You go to the same restaurant. You go to one fast food place. You know exactly what you get every time. You go to another, same deal. You go to the other, same deal. I just sat in the Crystal's drive-thru line since 5.20. All I wanted was four cheese crystals. That's all I wanted. My four cheese crystals, an order of fries, and wash it down with a Diet Coke. That way it cancels it out. No, I had to sit there, and I was boxed in because this one person could not figure out what they wanted. Nice. It's Crystal. It's a pretty simple menu, man. There's not too many options. Was there like, there's like, what? All I know is it was what, a slider. I don't know. I feel like if you go to Crystal and get anything other than a cheese crystal, you're you're insane. Yeah, you're a little bit of a weirdo at that point. Oh, oh, d- trust me. I caught what this person was ordering. Okay. Oh. Let me get three double crystals. <sighs> nice. And um, let me get a chili pup. A chili pup. <laughs> Feel sorry for her. <laughs> and let me get four. What what is it? What do they call it out? The the side chicks. Let me get four side chicks. I wish you trying to feed them. And a large coke. <laughs> and two large orders of fries. I guess she's going to order the whole menu. Yeah, good lord, man! I bet her bill was like fifty-five bucks or something. Right, Crystal's pretty cheap, dude. Right, well, that's probably five bucks then for that. That's exactly the same order I get. Four cheese crystals, large fry, large Diet Coke, whenever I go. I haven't been since. Uh, well, we yeah. had a little crystal eating competition in the summer, and uh, let's just say I did not feel the greatest after trying to cram a cheese crystal down my throat in seven seconds. Well, the last time yeah. we went, uh, the lights turned off at crystals. After the Ole Miss game, we're starving. Of course, the game went five hours. We're pissed off. We're hungry. We're tired. We're just going, trying to find anywhere for food. We go to the crystal on Western Avenue about 2 2.30 in the morning, where it's we've been waiting for at least an hour. One car in front of us before we order, and they shut 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 the whole thing down, turn yep. the lights off. So we had to go to the gas station. The pilot where I got a good old uh, powder powder, Hostess white powder donuts oh, and a Diet Coke and went to bed. Yep. Mad, hungry, and pissed off. Yeah, we're putting you back on camera. That's fine. Sure. Were you not mad? I was pissed still. Oh, yeah, I was pissed, but I, I was mad for – I'm still mad about that game. I mean, that. I mean, going to the gas station was absolutely just horrendous. Walking there, get some mini M&Ms, a Coke. The and, characters you see at 3 a.m. at the uh, pilot on the street. Uh, it was terrible, man. These people must have been loitering for the last 10 hours. Jordan says Crystal's new fries suck. That's true. The old ones were so much better. Yeah, I don't know why they would mess with them. They change fries. Yeah, yeah. Like you know the old ones that were like really good, potatoey. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have. Those they're like anymore. crunchy and I don't even know. They don't Greasy. taste the same at all. What's you pulling into a uh, you pull into a crystals or an Arby's? Crystal. I don't, I don't know. I like the new Arby's crinkle cut fries. Nah, if I had to choose, it'd definitely be crystal. I definitely choose crystal over Arby's. Yes. yes. Oh, definitely crystal. Yeah. Arby's is so mid. I don't know who keeps Arby's in business. And their own employees. They have the meats. Pause. They have. They do. <laughs> you know what, Matthew? <laughs> started already. He started before the show, and now he's going to keep it going the whole show. 
Hey, man, it's just a different animal back here. Cringe. Good job. Goodness. So, LeBron, we thought he was going to be out for two weeks. He's out for at least three. Was he indefinitely out now? Said they'll reevaluate him in three weeks. But he posted on his Instagram today, said, day one, back to work. And it was him in, a, and him in the uh, pool trying to do some uh, work. Or you don't have as much pressure on your feet. So, we'll see. Goodness. I think that's uh, – if his team is in the playoffs or in a play-in position, he'll come back. If not, he's just out the rest of the year. That's what that tells me. Yeah. So, because you got about three weeks till the regular season's over. So. Yeah. I mean, let's. We'll reevaluate our position yeah. in the standings. Yeah. We're not reevaluating reevaluating LeBron three weeks. We're reevaluating yeah. our yeah. position in the if, West. Yeah. If they're like you said, if they're anywhere near a playing game, they'll. Even if they're the ten ten spot, he's playing. He's playing. Yeah. yeah. Mm mm mm. So, I mean, he could be matched up with Jokic in the first round if he gets that 10 seed, and he gives Jokic hell every time. Oh, so. he does, yeah. I mean, I mean we talk about, talk about NBA and then NCAA basketball last night. Auburn pretty much got screwed out of a win last night. Johnny Broom got Oh, he got mauled. He got mauled, and they called a foul on him. The brawl, the uh, Betty Ako and a bench warmer got thrown out, yep. and a coach. Yep. That game was crap. That was the first first time I was legitimately rooting for Auburn. I cannot stand it. It's like they have no karma, man. They got every break, every call. Like, when is the karma gonna? There's no way that just the rule of the rule of physics. There's no way God will let that team win a national championship. There's no way. Well, I mean, that you talk about a team like it doesn't matter if it's football or basketball. They they just fall forward. They don't fall backward. Not every single time, man. Every single time they just yeah. somehow they. They somehow do it one step forward. Uh, now it means three step forwards now for them. Let's go right to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Philly is first. What do you say, Philly? Jake the Snake. Philly. How are you and the boys doing? Oh, uh, well, I'm, I'm better now. I've got my crystals in me, so life's good now, Philly. Well, I'd rather hear you uh, go through a crystal drive than hear uh, W and, and B.R. Bright doing their uh, – uh, Buck Pearl 1,500 times today on the air. I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh, you can overplay <laughs> it really quick. Uh, Is that the only way you can get two or three phone calls doing that? Well, I mean, I managed to generate a lot more and don't have to go to that extreme. All we did was talk about Crystal. Yeah. Well, Crystal's are good. You just, uh, sometimes you have to stay in line for a long time, you know what I mean? Don't tell them what's going on in that Crystal. <laughs> 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 uh, not wrong, not wrong. Not, not wrong. Hey, I, I don't care as long as the food's good. Well, yeah, that's a long way you look at. Of course, you next day you'll have the after effect of it. Yeah, aftershock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe that night too. Well, Matthew's right. The uh, Buck Pearl got screwed last night. Uh, I I hate Alabama more than I hate Auburn. So that's the reason I was cheering for Auburn. Phil, do you think Quinterly should have been ejected? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I okay. Was, I was listening to Phil call in today, and he was uh, trying to explain to them that if Alabama lost last night, then lost to Texas A and M, they would share uh, the SEC championship title with A and M. Yeah. And he was talking about how it was home cooking, basically, because it was last night. That was exactly what it was. So Matthew heard my call, and they, they were trying to talk about seeding in the, in the SEC tournament. I don't, I don't know what they're. Uh, they must have gone through Crystal on the way to work. You know. <laughs> well, they might have. Might have got a little something extra on those crystals. <laughs> I just don't. 
Uh, the SEC referee and Russell says it's, it's not that bad. It's Ours terrible. is awful. It's terrible. It's, it's so slimy. It's, it's awful. I don't want to hear that it was, it was the same I'm, as last I'm year. genuinely shocked they threw out Betty Yako because when they said that we're taking it, they're reviewing it in the SEC offices in Birmingham, I was like, there's no way they throw out Betty Yako. But I was I was shocked to see him throw him well, out. Well, and you know where the bias is in Birmingham. Yeah, absolutely. It's oh, all yeah. Alabama. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're having their one great year, and, and they have their one, uh, you know, convicted felon that's uh, not going to get convicted uh, on the court. So yeah, Just playing criminals. He, he played awful last night. Hit his free throws, though. Well, Robert has seventeen point lead, and uh, but that play right there, y'all talking about that was that's after they ruled that Auburn really didn't have a chance then because they, you know. No, once Johnny Broom went out of the game, they they were done. That yeah. was a terrible call. That's one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. We got the ball and thrown then, at his face, and yeah. then in, in overtime, it was I think it was a one or one or three. It was definitely one possession game, but I think it was KD Johnson going through. He was in midair. He got pushed straight in the back, and he landed on his butt out of bounds. They didn't, no call, and then Alabama gets the rebound, yep. of course, and then ices the game. But it's just – the referee was very pathetic last night. And all that, I was surprised Bruce Perlman got a technical foul caught him. I mean, he was up the whole game yelling. Uh, I mean, of course, there were bad calls from start to finish. I loved his passion, though. Yeah, I love his passion, too. That's I miss reason it. Why. He's my favorite coach at when he was at Tennessee. I mean, he cares more about about uh, the school he represents than the one we have now. I mean, the guy's a good coach we got now, but uh, Bruce Pearl didn't want to leave here and go somewhere else. He just they, they run him off. Well, that and of course, you know, Stephen he hung around in Knoxville Sports Radio for a minute until the day that his dad got hired, and then. All of a sudden, that show ends, and they're mm-hmm. onto the planes. His daughter still lives here, right? Too? Oh yeah, War yeah. Eagle Karen still lives here. Well, would, would you uh, would you agree that Bruce Pearl is more of, like for the people, and that yes, that Rick uh, Barnes is just thinks he's above us? Yeah, that's hmm. the way I look at it. Oh, maybe he's got a good perception, though. That's why I got him here, Phil. What's that down under perception? Not <laughs> uh, they got some good basketball down under the NBL. I got some good shows on TV. I used to, uh, when I was at work, uh, we'd get get uh, on the internet and get some of them Australian shows. They're, they're a little bit, uh, they do a little bit better than American shows do, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, they push the line a little bit down there. I know, that's why I like push it all the way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they're not afraid to. Do it like it ought to be done, you know? They're not afraid to hurt somebody's feelings. They are not. Guys, uh, uh, if Texas a and plays Alabama, sir, do you think Texas a and beat Alabama? <sighs> I really – I don't see it. But uh, it is at A&M, though. I mean, that gives them a chance. But I just – I don't think – I really just think Alabama is a whole other level above everybody else right now in the SEC. I, I don't know. Do you think they take the night off, basically, because now they already have the SEC championship? They're like, they uh, we don't need to win anymore. That could happen, but uh, I just don't see it. I think – I, I don't know, man. I think Alabama, they're just – only against us, it seems like they played – they haven't played well in the SEC. Yeah, that's that's a complete 180 of the history of the Tennessee-Alabama series. Usually Alabama's own Tennessee – uh, more than any team in the SEC, even more Kentucky in the last uh, 10, 10 years. Alabama's just about completely owners, hasn't it? 
ever like Phil. Ever since I've been alive, I feel like we've struggled against teams that wear red. Hmm. Well, I guess if we keep football and basketball together, it is kind of uh, contagious, isn't it? It is. Instead of the blue bloods, the red bloods that get us. So what's Tennessee going to do, sir? Is B.J. Edwards going to play? Or I saw her to see where uh, W. said Rick Barnes said B.J. Uh, they asked him about DeLon, uh, Freddie DeLon, what his name is, and then they brought B.J. Edwards' name up. I say B.J.'s practicing the play uh, now. I don't, I, don't think, around. I don't think he starts. He's not going to start, but I think if you're having if you're having trouble handling the ball Saturday, you've got to throw him in, give him a chance. Mm-hmm. I I don't have a great feeling about this game, Phil. Auburn needs this win desperately to even get in the tournament at their home court. They feel like they got screwed, and I think they did. I don't I, I don't see us doing did. very well. Auburn. Uh... Auburn's been pretty much screwed on by the referee all year long. I, I mean, I've watched several of their games. I mean, look at the game against us. Yeah, I mean, that that should have been a foul on Kumwa. I yep. mean, we can all agree they should, yeah, we they should have at least had a chance to go to overtime. Yes. Which I'm glad it now, I do believe their guards uh, sometimes shoot them out of the game uh, for the wild shots they throw up there. KD Johnson, Wendell Green, and uh, Flanagan. Those shots were crazy last night they were taking. I'll tell you something about BJ, though, that bothers me. You know, he's been on the scout team this whole time, and then Rick Barnes gets on to him when he gets on the floor and he makes a mistake. And it's like, well, you're not even having him run what we're supposed to be running. He's not running our offense. He's yeah. running the other team's offense. He's not had the same yeah. chances as everybody else to run Tennessee's offense. And that's what pissed me off so bad when he started getting on to BJ. I'm just like, you know, if he's on the scout team, he really doesn't know our offense. He knows everybody else's offense. But when has he had a chance to actually run Tennessee's offense? Well, you know, I watched Auburn last night. I think B.J. can uh, take uh, two or three of those guys that come off Auburn's bench at guard. Uh, uh, there's a major drop-off on Auburn's second-string guards come in the game. That that 24, I, I forgot his name, but the t- number 24 for Auburn and Cal the bench, white guy, he looked terrified oh, out there. Tail, yeah, Absolutely he looked, he looked, terrified. He was shaking You're telling me B.J. Edwards cannot play in front of him? Yeah, and that Donaldson guy who's the backup point guard, BJ's better than him. Uh, I seen that Donaldson guy down in Memphis last year, and he uh, and he got abused by most of them all stars down there. So, I, you know, he is what he is. He's a backup point guard. So that's all he's ever going to be. Well, you got to have it. I mean, you're going to build a good roster. Of course, Auburn's bringing in some good players for next year, and their guard problems are going to be over with next year. Oh, they will be. They will be, and that's just like everybody's wanting to look at all these guys coming in for Kentucky next year, and everyone's forgetting about Reed Shepard from up there in Laurel. And I, I feel I think he might be one of the better players to come out of that recruiting class. That recruiting class they have is insane. Yeah, and he'll probably be there at least three years because he's a Kentucky guy. You know what? Most likely. And the rest of them will be one and done out of there. Yeah, because, I mean, let's call it like this. They don't care about Kentucky. No. No. Reed Shepard cares about the University of Kentucky. That's what he's grew up knowing. Well, wasn't it beautiful? They got beat last night. Where's uh, TJ? He going to call it any crow? I mean, uh, <laughs> Cotton Candy went up there and left and beat him. I it's just uh, unbelievable, and uh, heck, they try to, the Kentucky fans complaining about the case of Wallace uh, getting injured. Well, that Vanderbilt Center didn't play the last night, did he? 
Or did you play limited? He he got the went out guy? of the game. Yeah. That's your best player. Oh, I didn't guy. I didn't see him on the court. That white guy, watched. that white guy to have it is is their best player. Yep. Vanderbilt basically played five guards and beat Kentucky last night. That's interesting when you go all five, all yep. small ball now. Yep. Interesting what happens. Well, that's what I think. That's what Bruce Pearl's going to do to Tennessee Saturday. He's going to go. He'll put Broom and four guards out there. Yep. Having yeah, having come while I try to guard the perimeter is going to be uh. That's going to be nasty. That's going to be yeah, disgusting. That's going to be awful. Are y'all going to have a show tomorrow? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. Well, I probably have a little alcohol. I mean, tomorrow I'll sound a little bit better. You know what? <laughs> I mean, that's usually your best calls, Phil. Man, I didn't see our call and just sing, sing a song, you know. Hey, Buck I'm, Pearl's a, but we're going down to see Buck Pearl. Absolutely. I like the one with the jogging uh the jogging suit. I like that one. What else do we like? What the one's got the the Beatles uh rendition of the uh, my jogging suit. I like that one, I like Yellow Submarine, Hawk Marine. Yeah. <laughs> Yellow Hawk Marine. That one's that one's up there. Well Where's my memories down? That it does. All right, guys, y'all hang in there. Have a good show. See you. Appreciate the phone call, Philly. Stay with us. Overtime continues. More Fan Run Radio on the way. Back here on Overtime, Fan Run Radio, and back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines we go. Martin is next. What do you say, Martin? Jake. Martin. I need to know if you can help me. I can help do you. you. Know, do you know who the point guard was we had in this week? Yeah. Um, Noel. Well, yeah, Ahmad Noel, yep. Where's he from? He's from Memphis, but he goes to school in uh, Philadelphia right now. Who? How big is he? Give me a second. I'm pulling up his. Uh, he's six foot one seventy. What you rated? He is a four star right now, number fifty three in the country, uh, number six combo guard in the country. He's six six one or six four. Six six flat. Six six foot one eighty. It says. Six foot one eighty. Yes, sir. Yes. And have you heard anything on my Dodgers about Gavin Lux being injured and who might replace him at second base or shortstop? I've not heard anything yet, Martin, but um, I, I know he tore his ACL. Yeah, he tore yeah, yeah. his ACL, right, yeah. I know Jason Haywood hit a home run yesterday, Martin, in spring training. He's still got it. Yes. They say he's fighting for the job, for one of the jobs. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things. He's been in the league for a long time. Yes. These were the Braves, and then he went to the Cubs. Right? Yeah, he won a World Series with my Cubbies. Oh. Yes. And what's that kid's name again? Uh, Ahmad Noel, Martin. Ahmad Noel? Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, I'd say, what was this? Jake, you ain't going to believe this. What, what's that? I tried to give Russell a little update on my Dodgers. Yeah. And he wasn't going to listen to me. You already said. What'd he say? He said, Martin, I love you. He said, Martin, I love you, Dodgers. And he said, I love you. But he said, I don't hear about you, Dodgers. <laughs> he got me. He got me. Mm-mm-mm. Old Russell, doing Russell yeah. things. I know, he got me about my Dodgers. 
<laughs> I bet you if I had something to say about his braids, he would talk to me all night. Well, you know what's funny? Here's what you can get him on, Martin, because you know in 2016, Russell was a Cubs fan. So yes. I think Russell bandwagons whichever team is in close proximity that's about to make a World Series run. So if the Reds were to somehow make a World Series run, guess who he's cheering for? He's yes. cheering for the Reds. I've been a Dodger fan ever since I was a little boy. Well, you're a loyal fan, Martin. You're a loyal fan. Yes. And, and I like my Celtics. I thought they would go out to Durant, and they did. They offered Jalen Brown for Durant, but I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it either, Martin. I, That's too risky. You, yeah. Your Celtics are going to be fine. I really think this, it's going to be a Celtics and Bucks Eastern Conference Finals, just like last year. And, you know, last year it went to seven games, but they did not have Chris Middleton. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But I like the Celtics' chance of getting back to the finals. Yes, and I hear that about LeBron James. He got injured. Yep. Out for at I least three weeks. That. Yep. Well, I tell you what, they were three men in NBA basketball history to me. They could play all five positions. Who's that? Magic Johnson. Yep. Yep. Larry Bird. Yep. And LeBron James. Yeah, you're right there. Because I mean, Jordan. Of course, he's my favorite player of all time. I think he's the best. But um, you know, Michael Jordan. He was either going to play the two or the three. He wasn't going to play down low. That's one thing LeBron has on Jordan. Man, he can guard all five positions. Play all five. Yes, that's the only three I know of. I'd say you're probably right, Martin. Maybe Giannis. Is that kid's last name Noble? Yes. Right, and he's from Memphis in Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. He's from Memphis, goes to school in Pennsylvania right now, Philadelphia. What type of chance we got with him? Um, Right now on 24-7 it says we're warm. Uh, I know it said also Auburn was in on him, of course, and um, – See who else. I was looking at your uh, replacements for Gavin Lux. I have some names for that too, if you want them. But okay, um, Ahmad Noel. He it's Auburn. Who else they have? Give me a second. Auburn, Kansas, Memphis. That's the four schools they have. To us, Auburn, Kansas, and Memphis are the four schools that are listed right now. Yes, and what about the players for the Dodgers? Yeah. So it says right now. One of the options at shortstop, Miguel Rojas will be the Dodgers' everyday shortstop. Rojas was acquired from the Marlins in exchange for prospect Jacob Amaya in January in order to give Los Angeles some insurance in case of injury. Um, So Rojas, and they also talk about uh, maybe switching Taylor. Uh, Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. But I I think your Dodgers will be okay. Yeah, Yeah, Chris Taylor can – play that shortstop position secondary position yeah yep and miguel rojas and where's he from what team did he come from the marlins marlins yep. all right i thank you yes sir Ooh, that, that video of god is disgusting Gav, have you seen the video of him tearing his acl no. yes. it is disgusting yeah, it's, it's bad it let's is, see it really quick uh, it's bad oh man he's running uh second to third Ah, yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah it's, yeah, it's terrible. Oh man, let's keep things rolling. Zach is next. What do you say, Zach? What do you say, Jay? How's it going, buddy? How are you boys doing tonight? Pretty good. You know, another grievance I have because my work schedule's been crazy. I've been all over the place, but 
I go to Starbucks when I'm every morning. Right. And I, when I'm on the road, why can't people know what kind of drink they want before they go through their drive through? They sit there 20 minutes looking at the menu. I'm like, I get a black coffee with a little skim milk every time. It's one of them places, if you haven't been ordered before, why are you going through the drive through? That's a, that's a great question. And, you know, I've got to the point now where I just order on the app. And, of course, a lot of places you have to go through the drive through still to get at Wendy's is that way. Uh, Chick-fil-A I love because I can just pull, go curbside, pull up, and they bring it out to you. Yep, yep. it's the best way. Star- awesome. Starbucks order, app, drive through Yeah. I've heard your crystal story, and I was like, I just don't get why people go through the drive through if they don't know what they want. If I don't know what I want, I'm going in. Yeah, because, I mean, at that point, you're you're backing up everybody that's trying to order, and then you're throwing the crew inside off because, like, oh, we're, we're getting a little bit of a break. Nope, here comes five more orders because one person decided they didn't know what they want and took ten minutes to order. Uh, let me say something. I haven't, um, just if you oblige me for a minute. Sure. Uh, I, I've been in a meeting, and I'm just now kind of catching up on things. Of course, I've seen everything that happened on social media, of course, Monday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. I, I just want to say how much um, we're going to miss Roger. Um, you know, I'm a talk radio loyalist. I listen to Van Run all the time, um, have for years. And just, you know, the positivity that he brought. And, um, you know, no matter what you felt or kind of what day you felt, when you heard Roger's call, it kind of cheered you up. And I want to say, Jake, I just appreciate what you did. I've heard a lot of things about, you know, how you, you got to know him and help him around the community. But um, he was a Tennessee legend. And uh, it really, it's weird. You know, I've never met Roger, but the stories and when it happened, you know, just I found myself, I'm, I'm not a big crying person, but I found myself like breaking out into tears just because um, what he meant for the community, how Tennessee, the true spirit of Tennessee fans, just rallying around somebody and helping somebody in need. So just want to thank you guys for all that you, you do and have done for him. So I um, want to get that out of the way. Um, so we are talking about sports. I was going to we'll talk about basketball. Okay. Um, you know, have you heard of, you know, you're online a lot, Jake. Have you heard that? Tennessee fans don't really know basketball. They're more of a football school. They don't understand basketball. So every single loss is magnified like football because that's what Tennessee fans know, and they're kind of ignorant to basketball. Have you heard that narrative out there? I've heard that one. I think the biggest uh, thing that we need to look at in a situation like this, and it applies to both football and basketball and really baseball, is you've got a lot of people like I, you know, I watch a lot of basketball. I watch a lot of football. I don't just watch Tennessee, and I think the biggest you know, problem that we have is a lot of these people that are saying all these things, whether it's one extreme or the other extreme, you know, I don't think they watch anyone else other than Tennessee. And I think that's where the problem lies. Yeah, and, you know, so I here's how I feel about it. You know, I love basketball. I started when I was over there on the hill. I went to every buzzball game, and that was awful. I oh, mean, buddy. The, the, <laughs> the beauty, of, the beauty of it was, is you could sit front row because nobody was there. Oh, that so, was fantastic! Yeah, I got to see Ron's lay up in person, and it was like front court seats. But uh, 
you know, I I always knew in basketball you're going to lose games. This is a long season. You're going to lose some games. I guess where I kind of melt down after games more than I used to. So when Pearl was here, and I'm not advocating for any of this. I'm just telling you how I feel. When Pearl was here and we lost the game, it really didn't bother me because I know the sport. I know you're going to lose basketball games. And you knew you were going to bounce back with him. I felt confident under Pearl going into, even though like maybe he didn't stick around long enough to have that long-term tournament success, Bruce Pearl's a cocky guy. And I felt, you know, we lost a regular season game. We lost a few games. We still make it in the tournament. Hey, give me Bruce Pearl. Let's, let's roll the dice. I guess why it's different, why I kind of melt down after games is that we know what it's like we see this happening in the tournament is that how you feel when you we lose like you're like not necessarily the game you just watch yeah it makes you mad but you're just thinking oh my god what's going to happen in march now that's exactly how i think everyone feels and you know the thing that upsets me the most about our losses this year and the losses that we had last year it's not so much the fact that we lost, it's who we lost to and the way we lost those games. That's why I get upset. That's why Davis gets upset, I know, and Matthew, and you as well, Zach. So, I mean, that's what bothers me, is the way we lose these games and who we lose them to. And it's teams that we should not be losing games to. You know, you lose to Texas, okay, whatever. You lose to Alabama, okay, whatever. But you win those games. But then you turn around and you lose to teams like Florida, Vanderbilt, Missouri. you get swept by Kentucky, you lose to Missouri. I mean, that's why we get upset. That too, and I feel like ever since Grand Admiral stepped off campus, we've not had identity. Like some games we just look, it's just so off. I'm like, what am I watching? It's just we have no offensive identity or we don't even know what we're doing some of the time. And I'm just, after these losses, I'm just walking away from the TV like, what did I just watch? It's like, how is this supposed to – and like you said, it just – and we know it's going to happen in March, so that's why we cannot ever get our hopes up. Well, and the weird thing is, it's like that second half against Missouri, yeah, we lost the game, but I felt like that was some of the best basketball we'd played all year. I was not mad after that loss. It's one loss I can say I was not mad. And that's Key's best game, too. So, oh, absolutely. I mean, that's, I guess that's where I'm coming from. I, I think we get a bad rap for the people that are like, well, you're melting down over one loss, Zach. Come on. No, it's you a combination that. of multiple losses and multiple Years. games where we should not have lost. Like, that's why we're feeling the way we are. You still with us, Zach? Uh, hello? Well. Who's this? Somebody's on the line. Who we got on the line, Matthew? This, this is TJ, the Kentucky fan. I literally uh, just called. Oh, well, sweet. What's up, Teach? Hey, put me back on hold. Let whoever goes in first of me. Well, he, he, I think he hung up. He hung up. So, you're up, TJ. Oh. How you doing, buddy? Well, anyways, what's up, man? How are you? Good. Good. Hey, uh, man, I tell you, last night was rough. Uh, the inconsistency of college basketball this year, y'all brought it up a little bit. It got brought up last night on Kentucky's postgame show. But it is wild at how inconsistent 95% of the teams are this year. It's just bad basketball. I mean, there's no other way. Oh, to put it. yeah. It's just bad basketball. It's not enjoyable to watch. It's not just in the SEC. It's the whole country. Oh, it's across the board. The only – Yeah, it really I, I'll be honest. I get more enjoyment out of watching the Big East than what I do watching SEC basketball. 
Yeah, I, you know, man, that, that you bring me to the point, the 2014 national title game, I think it was Kentucky and UConn. Yep. That was the year that Kimball Walker and UConn literally won, I think, like 11 straight games because mm-hmm. I think they were the 12th or 13th seed in the Big East tournament, so they had to win six in a row to start off to even win the championship. In and the they Big did. East. And then yeah. they won. Yeah, they won. And, and then they won the championship as uh, eight seed. So. Kimba step back game, right? Yeah, against yep. Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's yep. that game. Yeah. Cardiac Kimba. Yep. Uh, that was, yeah. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting because Tennessee and Kentucky, it looks like, are fighting for the third seed. And both teams do not have a point guard. Wheeler is out, Wallace is out, and Zakai is out. Man. Look, I know I've been alive for the years where Kentucky just dominated the SEC. It was no chance. I actually kind of like it this way that the SEC is a little bit more competitive. It it gives you something to look forward to and actually want to watch the game. I, I don't even – I'm just so – I'm looking at the standings right now because how, how do you feel about y'all's game in Arkansas Saturday? Oh, we're going to lose. Yeah. Wallace ain't going to play. If, if I know – there's one thing I know about Calipari. Regular season games don't matter, and the SEC tournament don't matter. He's going to sit Wallace out as long as he can, so he'll be ready for the actual true tournament. So it would not surprise me at all if we go in there with C.J. Frederick or Antonio Reeves running point and get walloped by Arkansas. Well, T.J., let me ask you this. And, of course, you all have a lot more of these than what we do, and I've – been very vocal about how I feel about the SEC tournament. Does the SEC tournament mean anything to you all in the grand scheme of things if you don't make that deep run in March? No. And and I'm not trying to sound like a bragger, but here here's my personal opinion. I've seen Kentucky win so many SEC tournaments that okay, Cool. It's like Alabama football when they literally won like four or five or six in a row. It's like, okay, come on. The only thing that matters now is is March, the, the NCAA tournament. So while I like winning championships, but on the other hand, I'm just like, don't get hurt. Please, nobody break a leg. I don't care. Because 2012, we lost to Vanderbilt in the SEC championship game and won the national championship. So, it doesn't mean anything. And, that, you know, that's what I've been trying to tell people, you know, really for the past week and a half, two weeks. And, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if you don't make a Final Four, you don't make that Elite Eight, you don't make it to the championship game, that SEC championship game does not mean a thing. Nope. Nope. It's another banner to hang. That's about you, it. Because let, let me ask you this. So, let's say in 20 let – let, let's say in 2012 – or even, uh, what year was it when, um, oh my goodness, I just went blank, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. The two, Admiral Schofield and the other... 2019. 2019. Okay, let's just say Admiral Schofield and, uh, you know, y'all make it to the SEC championship, and you have, let's say you have a legitimate chance to win it all. You're like second on the list to win it all. Admiral Schofield breaks his leg, y'all win the championship, but then get put out in the second round because you don't have Admiral. Is that worth it? No. no, no absolutely all. not. No. Absolutely not. So, no. In 2012, if Anthony Davis broke his leg, but we beat Vanderbilt ooh, in the SEC championship, but we didn't win the title, 
okay? That team wouldn't be remembered for anything. There'd be a lot more people calling for John Calipari's head because he wouldn't have a single national title. Oh, God, yeah. And here's the thing. I 100% believe we win that game last night if Wallace doesn't get hurt because as soon as Wallace got hurt, Vandy jumped out to an 11-point lead in like two minutes. So... Yeah, I thought that it Reeves. Hurt. I thought that Reeves shot was in at the buzzer. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it was right on target, just not long enough. But hey, this weekend will be fun, though, man. Tennessee, Kentucky fighting for the three spot. Both teams don't have a point guard, so neither of them can make an excuse. Woo, man! Over under for the Tennessee Auburn game. Over or under. Uh, 70 total points this time. I'll take the over <laughs> this time. This time. There's no way it could be as low scoring as last time, right? Oh, that was right. that was abysmal. I took the under a live bet, TJ, at 105.5. I put a lot of money on that because I was so confident that it would not get to 105.5. It didn't even get close. What, what, wasn't it like 46-51 or something like that? 46-43, 89 combined points. Yeah, at the end, oh yeah, at the end of the game, the live bet was under ninety-five. <laughs> oh, you know what's crazy is you look at that because a lot of scores like that are around the around the league. Kentucky Auburn at halftime was like forty-three to twenty-one, and I was just yeah, it happens, it happens, uh, and I don't see it happening again though. I think I don't know, man. How do y'all feel about that? I, I feel like Tennessee's walking into a uh, a hornet's nest with as mad as Bruce was last night trap game i don't i don't see it going well for us no they're mad about the no call at the end well hey look if kentucky loses i'm rooting for missouri and tennessee to lose too so we get that three seed but good luck this weekend guys appreciate the phone call tj stay with us overtime continues more fan run radio on the way Back here on Overtime, Fan Run Radio, and back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines we go. Jamie is next. What do you say, Jamie? You let TJ go in front of me? That wasn't my fault. That was that guy's fault back there. Yeah, it was my fault. It was a malfunction at the uh, with the phones. That would have been the uh, Australian producer's fault. Yep, can't believe that with you. That's fair. Um... um Jake's been a tough week, man. Um, I just want to echo some of the other callers, man. You guys have been um, made uh, Roger's life happier. Um, you know, it's, it, uh, I think Zach said it best, man. Tennessee legend, man, and that's uh, that's a tough loss, man. It's going to take a while. It's it's like you said, you got to you got to be in a real bad mood from uh, for a call uh, from Roger not to bring your spirits up. So. Absolutely, and you know it was a it was a hard day in here on Tuesday. I'm not even going to hide that. I mean, it was that was rough. Uh, before the show, um, we had to start late because I I couldn't go on the air yet. I just mm. I had to gather myself and get my get myself back in a good headspace to do it. So I mean, it was tough. But you know, the one thing about Rogers, you know, he always put a positive spin on everything. Yeah, I never pinched him on time, and. You know, I, there's literally nothing bad you can say about the guy. I mean, that's that's what's so great about him is you could not say a bad thing about him. 
No, um, that's one thing I appreciate. I'm a big fan of Fan Run, and um, everybody wants to talk about State Run, but State Run will take his question and then uh, say thank you for the call, Roger, and hang up on him while he's while they're answering. The guy's got more to say. You know, uh, other callers, you know, we'll, we'll have a back and forth, but I just you guys went over and beyond, and uh, I, I know it made uh, all the difference in the world for him. So, um, you know, it's uh, bear, um Philly said it great earlier. He said, you know, old Bear and Russ are getting a little big with their britches right now. You know, it's funny. You can't make fun of Bob Kessling <laughs> for sucking. But, but but we can rip Bruce Pearl, the guy who had so much passion uh, and, and loved it here and um, and and considers himself one of us. And, and But they'll kiss old Rick Barnes' ass. And the guy, he couldn't care. That guy couldn't care nothing about Tennessee fan. He won't do a sports talk show. He wouldn't come on y'all show for you wouldn't you couldn't find him with a search warrant. You know and what's they, funny, they, Jamie? I just thought of this. You know how like yeah. they'll be like, Well, Bruce Pearl was on his way to Memphis. Bruce Pearl was mm-hmm. on the plane to Memphis. Okay, well, who mm-hmm. was about to take the job at UCLA? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah I just they get a little uh get a little tired of their they get the big head, they get a little get a little lippy. It's like it's like uh, Philly said today. It's like, hey, that was that whole uh, smash was funny for the first thirty five times y'all played it. But um, you know, and I, and it, it just it it really pulls me apart from, at the seams because I'm a Tennessee fan first and foremost, man. I I'm a big Orange fan. I love it when we win. I hate it when we lose. Um, but I th- I'll be honest with you guys right now. It ain't gonna break my heart if uh, if Bruce Pearl wins Saturday. Uh, just just for this, but just to gall them two right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, I can't uh, comment on that, but uh, you know where my headspace is at. I get you, man. Oh my goodness! Well, I, guys, my my schedule's uh, starting to lighten up to where I can get maybe get to to hear y'all live and maybe get to come in on the show. And I I, I listen to y'all on the podcast, and you guys got it together, man. I, I, y'all know what you're doing, and um, and you know you're getting the calls, and I, I'm glad for y'all. I'm happy for y'all, man, and I'm just hoping y'all can keep up keep it up and i know you will so um hopefully you guys keep this thing running for a long time and i'm um i'm gonna get out of here like i said tough week but uh we're we're gonna keep it going man uh doing just like what he wants us to do and, and keep moving forward and i uh, just blessed for the time we had and and you know i just wonder you know um other sport you know you, you were saying earlier jake about how um you watch other basketball uh, outside of our own and get a little bit different perspective. I wonder if other sports talk uh, markets have just guys that, that call the shows that they just absolutely you can't say a bad word about. And I just and if they don't, man, they're missing out. Um, so I'm gonna get out of the way, y'all. Hang in there. Appreciate the phone call, Jamie. I'd say that's probably the case with a lot of sports teams. Is like their fans or quote unquote fans. They um, you know, they don't watch other games. They just yeah. watch their team, and that's it. They don't pay attention to anything else that's going on around the country. Yeah, I think especially with uh, you know some other stations here in town, you know they gotta they're they have to push. They have to be sunshine pumpers, and you know we we try to we don't do that. We try to pride ourselves. We want to be honest here, man. We want to be objective about everything that we see. <clears throat> you know, we, obviously we love Tennessee and Tennessee basketball, but we're going to tell you the truth if we don't think that they're one of the best teams in the country and that this year has been lackluster compared to other years. And I think that's the case. So, but. Overall, I really do think that this year's tournament is completely wide open. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised to see it. 
a high seed make it deep like a, a St. Peter's of last yeah. year. Or like a 12 seed or 11 yeah. seed, like what Miami did it last year too, right? They made yeah. It the final yeah. Four. And I, yeah. And I felt like last year was a lot more – Top heavy, like mm-hmm. like I really, I'm I'm still kind of. I was thinking about last night. I'm still shocked about Auburn how they flamed out. Yep, and, and Gonzaga too made it to a Sweet Sixteen. Absolutely, and you know, guys, Baylor lost in the second round. Well, this year, like I wouldn't be surprised if we made a Final Four or made a championship game, but I also wouldn't be surprised if we got put out in the first round. Yep, I mean that's how just wide open. I don't even know what to call it. Like, like like Arkansas, they slipped in last year. I think as an eight seed. Yep, and they made it all the way to the lead eight and lost to Duke. But that they almost beat Duke also, yep. so you just you just never know, and yeah, I think that's why everybody loves March so much because it's no one had ever heard of St. Peter's before last year. Who were the one seeds last year? Gonzaga, Baylor, Duke. Duke was a one seed, and let me let me find it for you, man. Who was it? Two and see. No, I, I for some reason I wanted to say Virginia, but yeah, it's I was going to say Virginia too. But like number one, Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, they played Georgia State in the first round. Wow. Ken Hunter. Um, Duke was a two seed, actually. Oh. Gonzaga, Baylor. That's the second. Why do I think a Big Ten team was? Yeah, was you want to guess the other two? Um, so it was Gonzaga. Gonzaga, Baylor. Baylor. You've got two more. Virginia's not one of we them. We played them last year here. Uh, Arizona? Yep. Okay. And you got one more left. What, UCLA? Pretty obvious, man. Think of. What, Kentucky, Kansas? Yeah, Kansas. Think of yeah. who won the whole Kansas. thing. Yeah, Kansas, Kansas won it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, last year was like – I mean, it was, it was surprising last year, but, I mean, this year is just so much different, man. It feels like anyone it's can just win wild. It. Yeah. Miami was a 10 seed, and they yep. beat uh, USC round one, then they beat Auburn, mm-hmm. then they beat Iowa State. Yep. And they played Kansas in the Elite Eight. Yep. Arkansas was a four seed, but – Oh, just Get saw a point. nasty injury on TV. Yeah, you saw that too. UNC was eight. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, if UNC was an eight seed. Yeah. They beat Baylor. And then they played UCLA in the Elite Eight. That's a UNC lock of the year. And they won by seven. Yep. So. Yeah, I said I, I put UNC <laughs> to beat Baylor. North Carolina literally had a free trip to the final four. They played St. Peter's in the Elite Eight, man. Just absolutely dominated them. Yep. Good stuff. Hour number one is in the books. Hour number two of overtime coming up right here on Fan Run Radio.